Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Buker and Friends podcast. Co-starring 10-year NBA center Ryan Hollins. Double pump fakes, leads it, shot blocked by Ryan Hollins. Hollins sent that into the third row. Six rebounds and eight assists. Oh! Hollins climbs the stairs. Down the floor. Ryan Hollins, he is the high jumper. That's what I want to see. Give me some gunpowder and throw the hammer down. And now, here is your host. Let's send it over to Rick Buker. Rick Buker. Welcome to another episode of Buker and Holland, subsidiary of Buker and Friends, part of the United Wecast Network. <laughs> My bad. I don't know how this stupid audio was on. My bad, bro. I'm Rick Buker. You can hear me on FS1. You can see me. No, you can see me on FS1. You can read me on Bleacher Report. And you can follow me on Twitter at Rick Buker and on Instagram at Rick underscore Buker. He's Ryan Hollins. And you can see him. ESPN, bunch of places. You can follow him uh, on Twitter at the Ryan Hollins, and on Instagram simply at Ryan Hollins. And I, it's it is ne- it never ceases. I think what would last it was it last podcast you did you recorded naked. Only and, naked, Rick. No, no, no. It was two podcasts ago. You were well, as far as I could tell. Um, and then. You were bare chested. Let's put it that way. It was hot. It was hot. In the, it was hot in the valley. It was very hot, bro. It was very hot. And then the following podcast, you were, what was it? You were eating some sort of pasta dish. And then this one, we're about to record. Did you start chomping on an apple? <laughs> you had to do that to mess with you. You had to do that. I knew you'd get a kick out of that. I did. I did indeed. So anyway, and then we have, I don't know what it was. What, what do you, you're, for those of you who've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that Ryan likes to multitask. Just talking to me is not enough to hold his attention. He's got to have something else going on. What were you? There we go. <laughs> I don't know how my audio keeps popping on on my phone, man. Like my audio keeps popping on, man. It's like a oh, sports science on Lonzo Ball, man. Unbelievable. Oh, you know what? We need to get into that. Why don't we start there? You saw the video, right? I didn't get to see it in full. I just saw what he what he said. You saw a clip. Did you see yeah, a clip? Yeah. I saw I saw parts of it. I didn't I didn't really dive into. I saw like parts of it. All right, basically, but they they were having a conversation. For those who are Lavar Ball, Lonzo Ball, sorry, dude, man. turn your phone off at this point. 
You don't get I'm to use to, your phone. You don't get to I'm use your to, phone during the I'm show. I'm trying to look it up, man. I'm oh. trying to look it up. So, in any event, LeVar Ball, Lonzo Ball, there was a clip. I don't know. I think it's on their Facebook show. I don't know what the clip was for. I assume it was for that. And they're talking about the Big Baller brand, which if you heard Lonzo on, I think it was Jason Hart's podcast, was talking about how bad they were, how he'd have to change them out Josh Hart, you mean. Josh Hart. Sorry, mm-hmm. did I say Jason? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, previous previous NBA player, but not the one in question with the podcast. Josh Hart's podcast uh, uh, and teammate now with the Pelicans, teammate also with the Lakers. And he was saying about how he had to switch them out, how they were trash. It was, I mean, he just he just killed the brand. If the mm. brand weren't dead already, Lonzo stuck a fork in it. And this was a conversation about LeVar suggesting that the brand's not dead and <laughs> uh, and, and almost flipped it around and said, hey, Lon, you know, Lonzo, you're damaged goods. You're number two pick who's been traded. And everybody's, telling, everybody's telling you that, but your dad can't tell you that? Because Lonzo really wasn't, he wasn't having it. He was. It was a passive aggressive kind of thing, but he wasn't really hearing it. And people were like, "Well, you know, what's wrong with that?" Lavar was just spitting the truth. I mean, he was everything that he said about Lonzo is true. And I'm thinking, okay, yeah, but you're broadcasting it. Like, I'm not. If I'm giving my kid the truth, that's one thing. But if I'm giving my kid the truth and I'm advertising it to the world. That's an entirely different thing when it comes, I'm sorry, coming when it comes to parenting. And I understand, you know, for the, for those of you who are out there who are parents or you're like, hey, raise your own kids, don't deal with somebody else. You're right. Cause we all, we're all making it up as we go along. I had to go through more hoops to bring home my dog than I had to to bring home my kids from the hospital. They wanted to come visit my house to make sure that it was a dog friendly house. Nobody ever <laughs> checked. Nobody ever said, you know, we're going to come over to make sure the the crib is right and you're feeding the kid. Right. I mean, they, so there oh, is man. there is that distinction. And being a parent, you know, it look we all fail, we all make mistakes. But since Lavar has put his parenting out there on the street and in the public, true. To me, I feel it's like it's fair game. And in this case, I don't have a problem with LeVar. And LeVar said, I made this brand, the three-baller brand. I made it for you guys. I made it. I made this. This whole idea was for you guys. And I, while I believe that he's used it to create his own platform, I think there's truth in that. And I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with him being real with, with Lonzo. What I have a problem with is, you want to do all that and you're making a TV show out of it. That I have a problem with. And that takes it from parenting to exploiting your relationship with your kids. No, you're right. I, I, I agree. It was a lot. And, you know, I wish I could make a method out of the madness of LeVar. Other than that, he finds a way to scratch and claw and kind of stay relevant and stay in the news and stay in the media. You know, I, I just think of all the acts. He just knows. He's always known how to push a button that makes everybody run and go. He do, he likes to get all the way up to the edge. I mean, I haven't Some, heard him he's curse. He's gone over it a couple times. He's gone over the Oh, he has. I haven't heard him curse, though. I haven't heard him. You know, he's he, he's essentially, you can say, pretty harmless. 
you know, obnoxious, yes, but but pretty harmless. You know, he's not a criminal. This guy's not a felon. No, he doesn't go that far. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So just saying in general. Hired a, so, hired a criminal to run three baller. Uh, definitely hired a criminal right. to run three baller, baller brand, brand. But yeah, escape <laughs> with a couple million. Yeah. So I'm I'm torn between the. I know what Lonzo's capable of, mm-hmm. and let me motivate him, mm-hmm. or you know, you got in your feelings because big baller brand was always about you. And he told you the truth about your vision and everybody's salty because the money and how upside down that thing went. And he just thought he was this guru and it was some, some reality. So uh, the, the Lonzo's damaged goods, either LeVar got in his feelings, he's completely wrong or he's pulling this daddy move or, Hey, like I'm going to motivate him because I know what, I know what he's about. And and you would have to manage, imagine that he hadn't coddled his sons. See, he's very unrealistic with us, to say the least, when he talks about his boys. But you imagine after those games here in that a LeVar speech, uh, you know, you not running hard enough, or you not pushing the ball, or you not getting up enough shots, <laughs> well, or you not winning. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and look, they're all uh, in their way. They're all even uh... – Angelo is is an accomplished player. I mean, if you're yeah. if you're a collegiate caliber player, borderline pro player, oh yeah, that's an accomplishment. And and he's done that with all three of his kids. So he's doing something right as far as the basketball training is concerned. You're a number two pick. You're playing in the NBA. You don't get there just on physical gifts alone. There has to be a development of your game. So I I, I give him that. I just when it comes to this, you know, Lonzo, seeing Lonzo give the pushback and Lonzo talk about the Bill ba- big baller brand. And, and LeVar was basically saying, Lonzo said, you know, whoever, I forget the guy's name, who, who heisted them and, and is now, like Lonzo was suggesting the brand died with that dude. And LeVar's like, he wasn't the brand. Like, we yeah. still have the brand. And I'm yeah. thinking, yeah, you still have the brand, but that that's damaged good you man. know what you know what those crazy what those what's crazy though mm. on the low Lamelo has a a bigger name than than lonzo and i know lonzo's big but right now Lamelo's kind of like he's got like all the little teeny boppers like he yes. is like the bat and whether he I, and honestly like he's a million dollars whether he plays in the nba or not rick i get that i get that <laughs> but it's and i and i think you're right I do think you're right, but I think that's essentially because we haven't, like, he hasn't had to face the test yet. It's all, he may ne- dude. He may never have to. That's the thing. He's pulling in type of money. He may never have to play, and it, it could just be a oh, he should have made all their hating on him. Like mm-hmm. he represents a lot more money. Like it's 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 if crazy. He only, if he plays his entire career in Australia, he doesn't make the money that Lonzo has already made in the NBA. Oh matter. no no no! He'll never. Well, it will be endorsements. Mm-hmm. I, don't I don't think. think I don't think playing in Australia, he's going to become a USA. Uh, let me a find US a reason. Let me, let me find a reason to pull out oh, my here phone. He goes, here he goes. Let Don't me find. No no no. Yeah. So we're going to look at followers, and we're going to look at Lonzo Ball. So Lonzo's at six point nine million. And he is six point nine million. What? <laughs> yeah, bro. And Mellow Ball four point nine million. Okay, so there's some catching up to do. But nonetheless, that's still pretty. Hey, that's pretty impressive considering the one has been in the NBA for what two years now, and the other one, they're succeeding. They're 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 doing it. But four point nine million view, viewers in today's climate, in followers, 
Like he's he's golden. Yeah, that's pretty good. He's golden. I'll give you that's pretty good. He's golden. That's and that's why I said even if he doesn't play a day in the NBA, his endorsement wise, it kids money. We'll see. We'll see. I, I, at some point, you have to make the grade, and then we'll see where he stacks up. I mean, it's the same with Zion. Zion was making a ton, but he 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 couldn't go next level if he'd never been drafted and never played in the NBA. You can only be a YouTube sensation for so long. I, in basketball. I have, in basketball. I have, fr- I have friends that make a living off it now. Yes, but You'd not basketball. No, but like, not like who? No, my, my guy Bone Collector. There's an N1 ter- circuit tour. Like There are guys that go out and play. There's uh, NBA impersonators. There's like the social that, yeah. media. You need to open up your eyes. And it's created a whole other market of basketball that, that. LaMelo – flirts with obviously we know you because your brother played for the lakers right but now it's cool to watch you at the drew league to watch you you know driving around in a new car they, they just love this guy's lifestyle sure. and in, in a sense he's almost more relatable rick he's well, much the, more relatable there's making a living and there's making a good living there's being a millionaire off of uh being a social media darling for lack of a, a, a better phrase but I don't. I'm just talking about next level. I don't know that you get into the. I don't know that you get into the ten figures, the nine ten figures, if you're just social media. I need to yeah, see I don't that. Think the, I mean, I can't rule it out because they all work as an entity. So let's say it's TV money. Now TV money's talking something different. Right. Let's say obviously he, Levar's very intelligent and knows that that Facebook deal is going to need a re-up. And it's a little harder to re-up when you're in New Orleans rather than Los Angeles. So For sure. They're, they're, he's going to find a way. He's going to find a way. And I and I, I just, I'm not ruling it out. on if Rick, just the popular, like, dude, ask your son. Your, son. your son's like a basketball nerd too. Like, he knows everything. Sure. Like, I, like, he's definitely not into any of that. But, like, the average kid is like, no, like, LaMelo's the man. Like, like, I don't think you understand. Like, LaMelo is like, well, it's no, <laughs> Kyrie I, Irving, KD, LeBron, and LaMelo. No, bro. I hear that. I hear that. Because I got guys that are, like, t- trying to tell me that D'Angelo Russell is, like, the next coming. Like, uh, like I got I got D'Angelo Russell all wrong. And I'm like, come on, easy, slow, 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 slow. All right. Uh, the other thing I want to get into, uh, two other things I want to get into, um, the new anti-tampering uh, rules. But I also want to get into Team USA. Now, the last time we spoke, we were already talking about how they were going to build the team for the Olympics next summer. You were saying LeBron is 99% in and is going to recruit guys. I'm saying it's 1% in that LeBron is going to play. And as it turns out, I don't know that he's going to need to recruit guys because Damian Lillard and Steph Curry are already saying that they are going to play. Now, here's the question I have is, do you automatically put them on the roster? And I know you'll still have a tryout, but tryout in air quotes. Or do you respect the guys who played this summer and say, okay, if somebody bows out, somebody doesn't want to play, somebody gets hurt, we got a spot for the new guys. But it's really the guys that put in the time this summer it's their option to play next summer. Or do you say, screw it, 
no favors. We're going to go, we're going to put the best team together that we possibly can for next summer. Cause I'll tell you where I stand. I respect the guys who put in the time this summer and I really respect, I, you're going to, you may laugh at this. You may think I'm, I'm overselling this. The most impressive win I have ever seen from Team USA was beating Poland in this meaningless, for what? I don't even know what it was. Sixth, seventh, wherever it was. Because it was the greatest opportunity to mail it in. They'd already failed in what we expect. And they said, we're not going out that way. They went down 26, they went on down like 25 points against Serbia. They end up losing that by five. Had no reason to play. And they come out and they beat Poland 87-74. Just in terms of my pride in what they showed, I have the utmost respect for these guys that they went out and they still played hard in that meaningless game. That nobody that nobody in the country cared about. And they said, screw it. We're still going to go out and play hard. We're going to try to win this game. And they did. Hats off to them. And if these guys want to play next summer, I'm riding with them because they showed me what the national team should really be about, which is playing for each other and playing for pride. You're 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 a one tough customer, man. You're you're selling this thing. I knew you weren't gonna go with me on this. this. I knew you weren't gonna go with me on this. And you know what's you know what surprises me? I'll I'll give you a chance because I'm I'm assuming you're not going with me. I would think that you would be right there with me because I'm talking about guys like you who did put in the time, who did put in the effort, who weren't, who weren't given any favors, who had to earn every single thing. I would think that you would be the guy that say, yeah, honor the dudes that are willing to put in the time, even if they're not the most talented, even if they're not the chosen. Because that's what I feel like in large part this, this team is. I give you perspective, though. There are veterans who put in a lot more work than these guys who just sacrificed this last summer and took advantage of the opportunity as they should have. LeBron has sacrificed several summers in USA basketball. Mm -hmm. Paul George went out and risked his career. Mm -hmm. This wasn't James Harden's first cup of tea coming out in the summertime and and making a sacrifice. And when I say it's a sacrifice, it's a sacrifice. Mm -hmm. So I will give those guys... The open slots, if there are open slots, no question there because of what they did. Okay. But I don't want to negate that LeBron ain't been doing this since he was, you know, a certain age or Steph Curry hadn't done it with these guys see a bigger priority. And it also comes down to how they went about the process. Did they turn their nose up at USA basketball or did you put in the proper call to Sean Ford and those guys over there and say, hey, man, I've really got it kind of hang with the team this year we have to get right you know i i can't risk it there's too much on the line how did you go about that process we the media only hear that these guys turned down the invitation we don't get the details of it so all of that comes into play but i i do believe in honoring those guys and there's more ways to do it you know i think you have to have a pecking order of who gets the slot and kind of what the needs are if it's a point guard i'm going to throw in kimba if it's a wing, uh, you know, I would say Jason Jason Tatum. If it's a big man, I like uh, Turner. You know, so it depends also what's what's available or what the needs are. There aren't there aren't a lot of big guys, so you know, Miles Turner may be may be golden to come back. Sure, no, no, so no, no, no. That's you just never know. Yeah, no, that's the tricky part as I see it with this team, 
is in, in particular when it comes to Steph and when it comes to Damien, because the upgrades that I need, well, that look, they would be upgrades. They'd be upgrades at the point guard position. But am I going to take Marcus Smart played through injury trying to play for this team? Am I going to take him off? Am I going to say you don't get to play for gold? He went, he went, he made the sacrifice and then some for this team. I'm not giving up his spot. I'm not taking away his spot if he wants to play. Kemba Walker, am I taking away his spot? Derek White worked his way up from the select team onto this team. Am I taking his spot? I, I, the, the guys that weren't able to play and contribute in large part because of the way the game is played and the way we're, I think we're best at playing it, were guys like Brooke Lopez and, and Mason Plumley. They just played limited minutes. Miles Turner was really the most utilized big, and I would imagine that Kyle Kuzma would have gotten a lot of minutes. I mean, Brooke and, and Mason may have played even less with uh, if, if Kuz had been on the roster. So do you go, do you say, okay, Damian, Steph, you can come on and we're just going to play super small as uh, as Pop did at times to, to good effect? Or are you going to trade it out? You're going to trade out the, the bigs? You're going to stay with the bigs? There's, there's a lot of questions to be answered. I just look at it and I don't care who it is. And even as Brooke Lopez and Mason Plumley. I'm not immediately taking them off this roster because they were willing to do the yeoman's work at a time where nobody cared and they played to the very end. Uh, and and I'm, I'm, I'm going to honor that and I'm going to respect that. As they should, but I, I don't agree with that, Rick. And there's a pecking order. And I, like I said, it depends on how the guys decline the offer. And we don't, you know, we don't necessarily know in full how that went down. Yeah. Well, and I, you know, I go back to what Jerry Colangelo, the director of Team USA, told me. I think it was in Vegas that they were going young, and they were going young because they were going to be playing back-to-back summers, and they they intended to stay with the team that they selected this summer. Now, I don't think they expected to finish as far down as they did. You know, they they thought they'd be contending for gold at the very least. Yeah, well, they, they hope to. But, I mean, in all reality, like what you just said, if this is a team that came out and won gold, yeah. this is a different conversation. Yep, now, sure. I, I'm glad you get an A for effort, but USA is going for gold. So he can he can talk all that talk that he, that he wants. Right. But ultimately, they're not going to be back a lot of those guys because you have to win. You yeah. have to win. Well, the other part, yeah, see, I, I, I actually disagree with that in terms of you have to win because there was a time where I, I understood that because this was a marketing arm to the world for the NBA. But there was like 59 NBA players in this tournament. And obviously, only 12 of them on Team USA. So you're advertising... When Spain wins and Marcus Saul has a NBA championship and a World Cup championship, mm. <laughs> that's still flashing the NBA. That's still marketing the NBA. Ricky Rubio being the MVP is still, in fact, in some ways, is almost greater because we look at Ricky Rubio and we're like, he's a nice player at this stage. 
but he's not an all-star, but he's MVP of the World Cup. That really adds some shine to the Phoenix Suns' new point guard. So it's, I don't see it. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. As necessary, that team, if Team USA doesn't win gold, before it was, oh, that's a bad look for the NBA. I just don't think that connection is made anymore. And so why not? And I've made this argument on, on a previous podcast. Why not utilize it as we're utilizing it? Which is Derek White gets to grow. Miles Turner gets to grow. You get these young players who now come back to the NBA and are going to be different players as a result. Why not? Why not do that? Because I don't know, but I, the way I get it, Fans are kind of bored with the gold anyway. We win the gold. They're like, oh, good. Okay, okay great. You, you think fans are bored with gold? No, shit. I do. Olympic gold? I, 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 I oh, don't. You're, you're, you're bugging, bro. I don't. Look. Olympic gold? I don't think they look at Olympic gold and go, yeah, we won Olympic gold. I think it's, okay, we you did know what, what fans we're supposed look to at? Do. Fans look at players. Fans want to see their players. Unfortunately, you know, Ryan Hollins is going to, you know, I, I agree with you. I'm going to relate to Derek White a lot more, but. Fans want to see LeBron. Fans want to see Steph. They want to see those guys. And, it, you know, for us, Which it's the fans? work that you put in, 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 in the fans? NBA. Which fans? U.S. Common basketball fans? fans? Common fans. I don't know. I, I just, I don't get the sense. This is what I, everybody wants to play the Patriot the Patriot card and, and, you know, players who don't play for the national team aren't being patriotic. What about the people who said they don't care about this national team because it didn't have LeBron, because it didn't have Steph, because it didn't have the stars. Is that patriotism? Are you being patriotic by saying, well, it has to be this. It has to have the stars. It can't have the stripes. It has to have the stars for me to want to pay attention and support this team that has Team USA on it. I'm only going to support it if it has the right names on the back. Are you really, you're being patriotic? I mean, it seems a little. I'm, I'm, it seems I'm a little hypocritical, doesn't I'm it? I'm not patriotic at all. I'm looking at the basketball, Rick. Okay. Uh, well, this is not. This is not directed at you. This is more directed at what you know. I look. I heard media if members. This is not a gold medal team, bro. Like, stop talking like they came out and won gold. Like, with all due respect, I respect the work that they put in, the sacrifice to the summer. But this is not a team that won gold. But we're having a, a different conversation. But here's the you, thing: we don't give out A's for efforts. In the Olympics, we do. In the Olympics, when we look at our our athletes and when they perform, are you are you seriously telling I'm me like completely. no one cares about a gold medal? 
I'm telling you that we that that the value of the gold for us has been devalued because we assume that it's our rightful thing. It and is. The, and the only it time is. No, it is not. Oh my gosh. What do you, what, what do you mean it's our rightful thing? It like, is in basketball. Maybe maybe soccer we got to catch up. Maybe <laughs> You know, for a couple sure. of the sports, bro. Maybe track and field. You know, we we gotta we gotta you know get in the mix, okay? But basketball is ours. No, you, you know, know what? what? When you when you're dominant in something, you own it. You own it. When you have it like your thing, yeah. you take advantage of your thing. If it's the USA, they are going to take advantage of basketball. They're gonna make sure that they win in basketball, Rick. I cannot give you yeah. a, a pass on that because that's our thing. Yeah, who, that's who, our thing, bro. Who won the Who won the championship this year in the NBA? Was what was that team? Who were they? Was the Toronto the Toronto Raptors? Wait a minute. Yeah, they're an affiliate. That's of, not even. Of, it's an American. That's not even in the it's United States. Not a Canadian league. It's a not Can- a Canadian. League. A Canadian team. Won the championship. Oh, that was not a Canadian. Marcus Saul and Serge Ibaka. And where do they play? We're not playing in the Spanish league, which does not compare. Which I played. You're not serious right now. You're just. What you're I'm just, saying is, you're just trolling right now, bro. What I'm saying is that the NBA has become global. The game of basketball is now viewed as global, and this nationalism of USA and I mean look we've we've adopted we, our game has changed and adapted the European style. We don't even play straight uh, American basketball anymore. Traditional American basketball. It's become more of a global style. We've adopted so much of it it's 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 just it's become a mix. It's we're, it's a mutt now. It's not some branding that is American basketball. That's where I, I just I look. Do we want to win gold? Absolutely. Do we? Do I? It's is it great to win gold? Yes. But like your assumption, like if it the gold is ours, it's a little bit like Brazil thinking the gold in World Cup soccer is theirs. Yeah, but it, it's been a it's been a heartbeat or two since they've won gold. And you may they may have that attitude, but they ain't living up to it anymore. And the rest of the world doesn't necessarily look at it like that. I, and I don't think the rest of the world looks at it and says, "Yeah, boy, we're we're lucky anytime the USA doesn't doesn't win it." And I say this even knowing that FIBA FIBA still has USA ranked number one in their rankings. How crazy is that? Because the USA ain't even qualified, bro. So I mean, listen, you're talking about soccer, right? No, I'm talking about basketball. They're oh, man, we're not feet. paying attention to that. We're not paying attention to that. You, you got LeBron James, Steph Curry. Listen, listen, Rick. I can't believe, like, you're writing this out. This is, like, your little rant right now. Like, yeah. you can't be writing this out like America doesn't deserve it. And I, like, you're not serious, Rick. What do you mean they, didn't, they don't deserve it? You're writing out like that, like the gold medal doesn't mean anything. It's beyond America. Like, like you're not serious right now. I, I, I'm not going to say it doesn't mean anything, but I'm going to say that the gold medal in basketball is not like us winning the gold medal in other sports where we've had to it has prove to be won. ourselves. Hey, Rick, like, like your deal. You're a soccer guy, right? 
<laughs> yeah, you can like you if can me and me you when, guy, yeah. if me and you go and, and play some pickup soccer, you're gonna yeah. make sure like hey, like I'll, I'm outshine this sucker. Like this is my thing. Oh, I'm. I this is my to, thing. I would. I'm gonna make to. sure you know who I am. You know my now. We go play basketball. You kind of like hey, like, like I'm gonna make sure like yo, even if it's just a shooting contest, like I'm not a shooter, but I'm gonna outshoot you. Okay, like well, you, that's you, just the you, reality. Yeah, you're gonna try to outshoot me. I'm going to outshoot you. I'm not gonna lose to an average Joe because this is my thing. The same way we go play soccer, you're gonna make sure you let me know. Hey, this is something I've done for years. The USA, when it comes to basketball, that's their thing. Now, this is something else. Hey, man, we're trying to catch up. So to say that it doesn't mean anything, you cannot but, but, relinquish rights to what you have. But here's the thing, especially not a, but, a major sport like that. But the reason that we are where we are is that we stopped looking at the urgency of proving that we are on top. Otherwise, we would have had guys crawling over each other to play on this team this summer. But we didn't. You know why? Oh, so because this, because guys take th- other things into consideration. They take it doesn't doesn't hold the same meaning as an NBA championship. The gold medal in the Olympics doesn't come anywhere close to winning an NBA championship. There's no other league in the world where basketball league mm. where Dang, winning so or winning that championship in that their league is greater than winning a gold medal in basketball. That's crazy. So they just turned down the Olympics, right? Who? The play the NBA players? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just turned down the Olympics, right? Uh, they you, just turned down the Olympics this year. I guess. No, we'll no, see. no. They didn't. They didn't turn down the Olympics because it was just the World Championships. Okay, but this I thought was this was about Olympics. proving. I thought this was all about proving that we're the best and proving that we're the best all the time. So now it's well, we'll prove the best when it's an Olympic year. But if it's just a World Cup year. It's not that important that we prove that we're the best. Absolutely. So it's selective. It's it's we'll, we're gonna Absolutely. we're gonna determine when we when when we choose to show you that we're the best. Absolutely. God, Absolutely. That is so arrogant. It's arrogant. When you're when you're good, when when you decide to show up and, and, and play, when you decide to show up, you show up. Okay. Everybody knows what time it is. They're, all that, the time, they're little. They're little like. FIBA tournaments that go on all the time. You're not going to send your best. You just don't do it. And every country's not – like Marcus Saul's going to roll out for Spain when it's time for the big dogs to play. Like he's not he going played in the World Cup. The in tournaments. He played in the World Cup. Yeah, he played in the World Cup. But I'm saying there's a million tournaments is what I'm trying to say. He's not always popping out or showing up to play. Well – those guys the, miss miss some time. They they don't do just everything. The NBA, I mean, their NBA season prohibits some of that. But Dirk used to play as much as he possibly could. Yao used to play as much as he possibly could. That's because they didn't play any defense. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, we we have other things to get to, so there we'll have opportunity to con- continue this conversation. The one last thing I wanted to get to is the uh, the anti tampering rules. I haven't looked at them closely because the whole thing to me is a joke. And I, the one thing that I noticed was that there's a $10 million fine. It can, the top fine can be as great as $10 million. This whole thing's hilarious to me. It's hilarious. The league can't function without tampering. And it's a little bit like the NCAA when they are decide like who's, <laughs> Who's eligible and who's not eligible? It's like there's so much 
cheating that goes on, when you decide to put the hammer down on somebody, you're just making an example of them. You just happen to catch somebody. It doesn't mean that you're actually stamping out tampering. And the reality is the NBA would not work. It could not function if you didn't have tampering. And there's no way that you can stop it. Because unless, unless you are going to find players for tampering, unless you're going to find relatives for tampering, unless you're going to find go-betweens who don't necessarily work for NBA teams, you're trying to put your arms around something that you can't control. I, 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 there's a story. Uh, <laughs> one team was recruiting a player and in order to make sure that they didn't get into trouble, they were having all the messages go through their son's phone. Because I figured oh, the NBA man. is not going to is not going to <laughs> is not going to look at the kid's phone, but that's how they were communicating through the kid's phone. There's that's just an example. There's stuff like that goes on all the time. Are you telling me that when Rich Paul is in uh, is in the offices and he's got Contavious Caldwell Pope? And they're talking about whatever. And I've heard, I've been in the offices when these conversations go on. Names aren't necessarily even mentioned. But you know who they're talking about. And you know that conversation's going on. You can't... Now, is that tampering? Absolutely, that's tampering. Are you going to find them? Can you can you nail, nail somebody to the ball? I can tell you that, 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 that there are NBA teams right now there are NBA teams right out there right now that are practicing. That have their guys in the gym and they're practicing. And this is supposed to be like, this is just supposed to be workout and pickouts. And you've probably, you've probably been in a couple of these. And the coach is there. And the coach is not just watching from up in the balcony. Coach is out on the floor. Coach may even say something. That's against the rules. It goes on all the time. Are they doing anything about it? No. What are they going to go? They're going to have a monitor at every facility every day? Hell no. So this whole idea that for me, it's just, look, it's appearances. They want to, they want to make the NBA look like it's on the up and up. They want to make the, the smaller markets or more important, the fans in the smaller markets feel like they're not getting the short end of the stick. I got some news for you. Smaller markets, you're always going to get the short end of the stick. You just are. If a guy has the opportunity to play in L.A. on a really good team versus playing in Oklahoma City on a really good team, guess where he's going to go? He's going to go to L.A. That's just going to happen. So take your victories when you can. When you're a Milwaukee and you got a Giannis and he wants to stay. When you got a Dallas and you got a Dirk Nowitzki and he wants to stay cherish that because it's the exception not the rule when Marcus Gasol or Pau Gasol wants to play in Memphis appreciate that you get to experience that don't ask for more you're already getting more than the average small market deserves and here's the reality of it the NBA makes more money and functions better when the teams in the big markets matter if it's the worst the lowest rated finals ever, San Antonio and Detroit. 
And I actually enjoyed that mm-hmm. finals and I thought it was great basketball. And I love the competition. Went seven games back and forth, tough physical play. It was great. Nobody cared. Nobody watched. Why? Because of the markets. So it's just reality. It's not personal. It's business. No, I man, I, I agree. I agree, man. You're you're fired up tonight. <laughs> I see you're fired up. Nah. Uh as far as the tampering, no, you're you're right on point. Uh real minuscule. It's almost impossible to prove. I, Magic I, Johnson just Magic Johnson just 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 he, 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 he was splurged all over. You can't go on a night. You can't go on a. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, man, Magic, man, but everybody else has. I don't want to say sense, but like, even if let's say there's a chance you could get the maximum fine, right? Yeah. And let's say you knew this was the difference between me signing a guy like a Kawhi Leonard. Let's just say, for example, per se. Great point. If I get fined ten million dollars and Kawhi signs because of what I said, it's, it's worth ultimately it. worth it. Hundred percent. It's ultimately worth right. it because I'm going to make a billion dollars off of what he's going, how he's going to change my team. You're right. So I'm tampering me all day. Yeah. I'm tampering all day. You're right. That is that is that's a, that's a great point. It's a great point. All you day. can't you can't put the penalty. I mean, I guess if it was like a hundred million dollars, you could put the penalty at some number, but ten million dollars sounds like a lot of money. It ain't stopping anybody. Yeah. And then. Who, who ultimately are you going to hit with that? Because the second that you do, they're going to be pulling the card. They're going to be pulling the cover on somebody else. And then we're oh, gonna, yeah. and then you, then you got to go down that rabbit hole. And that's what, uh, to me, that's the thing with the NCAA. Anytime they come down on somebody, I'm like, this is a joke. You're going to punish them when you got a hundred other people doing the exact same thing. That's not justice. That's window dressing. That's making it look like you are holding the line when the reality is you're trying to legislate something that is impossible to legislate. And I'm not saying that you, you, uh, you know, you, you allow illegal stuff to go on, but you have to determine what's really illegal. I mean, this is, this whole idea of tampering is a creation or an idea that the NBA has created. You're not allowed to recruit at a certain time you're not allowed to have conversations about something at a certain time that's a that's just a rule that the nba came up with not like it's some legal element you know part of the constitution it's that that they're breaking a real law no it's a rule that the nba created and it's it's a silly rule because it the league as i've said the league wouldn't function if you didn't have these conversations well in advance in order for teams to figure out how they're going to build their teams, who they have a shot at, how are they going to like the steps that you have to go through? I mean, that's just, it's the reality. You can't, you can't start on July one and then start talking and figuring out who do you have a shot at getting and who do you shot have a not who you don't have a shot at getting. You'd have the, the, the lopsidedness of the league might actually be worse because the smaller markets can plumb the interest or find out, are we going to be able to keep our guy or are we not? And if we can't, and if we can't get the big names, then it gives teams like, and this is not a small market, but it's a team that's having to operate like a small market right now, the New York New York Knicks. They saw they weren't going to get any big guns, so they turned and said, okay, let's make sure we can get some solid guys. Let's put our focus on the guys that we can get. 
Same for small markets. So and I and I say this uh, also to the small markets: step up and trade your young talent for a Paul George. Step up and make those moves, and he'll likely sign back with you. He'll give you an opportunity, and they were willing to let him move forward. Uh, I thought they did think the, uh, the Thunder did, did things the right way. Um, look in the case of because they did the things the right way, he stayed, and they just figured it wasn't working out. Well, here, um, yeah. Look in the case also of Charlotte. The whole reason the Supermax was built was to take care of your guys. Mm-hmm. And Charlotte chose not to pay Kimba Walker. Right. And Kimba bounces. So they don't right. even offer him. But and the whole reason for the Supermax was for you to be able to keep your own guy. That's a great point. And they would have been able to keep Kemba if they'd come yeah. anywhere close. In fact, they wouldn't have had to give him the max. They just would have had to give him the max years. They wouldn't even have to give him the max number. Yeah, he was he just looking for it. five years. He would have taken yeah. it. So, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And on the other hand, be a San Antonio. Be an OKC. Be the kind of organization that wins consistently and does things the right way. And you're going to be able to, yeah, will you be able to keep those stars forever? No, maybe not. But you will be able to keep them for eight, nine years, as they did with KD. You know, keep them keep, and Russ. You're going to have that opportunity if you have a homegrown guy and you make things right by him. You're going to have that great that great opportunity. So there is the possibility for small markets. Are they going to have to work harder? Are they going to have to get lucky and most often draft that that talent? Yeah, but it's still possible. All right. Absolutely. That does it for this episode of Buker and Hollins, subsidiary Buker and Friends, part of the United Wecast Network. Please check out our other podcast, Get Some by Gary Owen and the Age Groupies. Uh, Lindsay, uh, Lindsay Hyken is the host and Mike is her co-host. And I apologize that I don't know his last name, but they're both endurance athletes. Uh, who are also have families and are doing everything else. And that's what's crazy when I think about it. My wife just did a triathlon and was and and trained for it. Kicked ass, by the way, second in her age group. You're uh, not even the best athlete in the house, huh? Dude, I'm no, it's beyond that. I might at this stage, I might be the worst athlete in the house. Gosh. That's how things, yeah, that worm has turned, which is why I'm spending more time on the bike. I'm doing all my stretching, surfing. Oh man! But man, I, we're, I tell you we're what, not, we're not hitting the soccer field anytime soon. Oh, we're not no, playing dude. no pickup soccer anytime dude, soon, huh? Dude, I ju- I jumped off the, uh, so I got a truck. I don't know why I didn't have a truck sooner as a as a guy who surfs because the truck is just awesome. But I jumped off of the the bed of the truck, and I was like, oh, I said, you know what? This is what happens to guys. It's not the jumping up, it's the, the landing. landing. <laughs> it's the landing. And that is what slows you down. And it's the same thing with like, I can play, I, you know, I can hoop, I can play soccer. It's what I feel like afterward. And the next day, man, that is what has me reluctant on doing it. All right. Enough of, enough of us. By the way, if you're enjoying the show, please rate us um, on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and leave us, let us know how we're doing. Uh, Leave us a, a note, a message, a comment, good or bad. The stars you give us, good or bad, screenshot that and then send it to Buker Friends and you'll be eligible to win some prizes. All right, in the next podcast, it will be 
I don't know whether it's going to be, might be, might be pulling in a guest. It might be a, another Buker friendless episode. And the subject du jour is TBD. So look for it early next week. In the meantime, for Ryan and myself, as always, thanks for listening. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.